0: We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocky can. It's Thursday. It's the Maggie and Perloff Show. So glad to have you. And Perloff, if the Raiders lose tonight, this is worse than losing to the Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts. This is like a Josh McDaniels really has to pack up his stuff and get out because the Raiders have now won three in a row you could say that this is starting to take on maybe some shades of last season where they won their last four and snuck into the playoffs, turning around a a season that started as a disaster. It was two and seven. They were completely left for dead. Now you basically get a layup of a game. And we've seen the Raiders have layups before and somehow miss them. Like when you get to play the Colts, when they hire someone who's been doing television four days earlier to be their head coach, Raiders couldn't rise to the occasion. If you lose to whether it's Wofford with a neck injury or Baker Mayfield, who might start this game, Perloff, despite being claimed off waivers um 48 hours ago. They've got nobody on offense for the Rams. Their best defensive player is out of the game. If the Raiders lose this game, they deserve none of our hope. They de- deserve none of our attention.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, Maggie Gray, Baker Mayfield is going to play tonight, and Baker Mayfield is about to ball out on national television. <laughs> well, actually, I can't guarantee he's going to play, but if he gets in, <laughs> the way this football universe works, don't we all know that Baker Mayfield is going to do something unexpected? It's, a Jeff Saturday, it's going to be the same bump that the Colts got from Jeff Saturday. It's going to be in the version of a quarterback. I am telling you, for some reason, I just have this strong gut feeling that Baker Mayfield, if he gets in the game, will do something. I don't. How,
0: how he doesn't know any of the plays. How's he going to run the? How's he going to call play in the huddle?
1: Well, I think he he has the same base offense down. I've, I'm pretty sure.
0: Okay, but we don't know if they call it the same stuff. If well, the numbers and colors and letters are all the same. So
1: Baker. I said this yesterday. Baker should just pick out the playbook, saying, "I like these six plays. I'm comfortable with them." The defense doesn't know which six plays he's going to pick and just keep running them over again. They're going to simplify things. And the irony about professional football is. Probably that's a great idea to simplify things. (laughs) Uh, And I do think there's sort of like an adrenaline bump that the Raiders ran into with Jeff Saturday. Remember how amped up the Colts were that game? I just think that these Rams are probably going to be a little tougher. Although the Rams played pretty well last week against the Seahawks. And the thing about the Raiders is the spread's only six and a half, right? They make every game close. They have three wins in a row. Yeah.
2: And two all, overtime. Yeah,
1: two, they're all nail biters. So I think they're, the Raiders find a way to make things interesting. If it's John Walford, they'll probably win by a touchdown. If it's Baker, man, it's going to be wild. You it's still the,
0: believe in the Baker magic?
1: No, I don't believe in Baker magic. I, I think he's an okay quarterback who in this situation, I just think with Sean McVay... There's so much pressure on them. I think there's going to be a moment where he's going to do something special. I know that sounds weird. It's just the way kind of sports works sometimes.
0: I guess. I think Baker's kind of used up all of his like sports goodwill. It's not like he's coming off of a situation where he wasn't given every chance to succeed in Carolina. I mean, I understand they traded away some of their best players, yeah. but he was given a chance to fight for the job. He wins the job starts in Carolina and he couldn't hold it. It's not like oh, he's he was terrible. playing well and all no. of a sudden like there's a reason he was put on waivers because Carolina said, no, thanks anymore. And that's the Panthers who are also going nowhere. So now he's going to come to the Rams and have a moment. I know we give Sean McVay a lot of credit because he's a great coach. It looks like he's on his way to a super successful career. He already has a successful career, but do we really expect him to be able to like, this is like turning water into wine type of stuff. I don't know if he has that kind of capability.
1: Okay. Okay would you have imagined that a guy Monday morning could be do radio hits for his ESPN show could be on get up and then he could go out and coach an NFL team to a victory <laughs> over this very same Raiders. I think that's the poll question, which is crazier, uh, you know, being able to coach out of nowhere or be able to take over a quarterback. <laughs> Got I, that I, I, okay. We don't agree on this at all. We're totally disagree. Totally disagree. This is a
0: disaster. If Baker plays, this is disaster. This is him like throwing four picks disaster.
1: But you will. I hope you'll agree with me on this. You want to see Baker Mayfield play tonight, don't you? Definitely.
0: I mean, I don't want to see John Walford. No yeah, offense yeah. to that guy, but... I, is there
1: anybody who wants to see John Walford tonight except the Walford family? <laughs> I think all of America <laughs> wants to sit and judge Baker Mayfield because that is I, one of the national pastimes is judging Baker Mayfield. People love it. Well, he, good gives, or he bad.
0: gives us a lot of material yeah, like yeah, in yeah. our defense. like We have a lot of history with this guy.
1: You go back to him planting the flag at Oklahoma. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has always gotten eyeballs. This would be great. And let's face it, this Rams-Raiders matchup, you're right. If the Raiders somehow don't hit this layup, it's a disaster. But this game needs some juice. Otherwise,
0: Listen, we're going to have nothing. The Rams are over. Baker's the only interesting thing about this game for them. For the Raiders, there couldn't be more at stake. Like,
1: more, Yeah, but they're playing the Rams. Like, no, but, I think it's at stake. This is not the game that's at sake. They can win this game obviously. The real games that we have to worry about the Raiders are down the road. Like they bet you're right. They better win this or it's over.
0: No, they need them all, Perloff. They need them all and it's going to probably come down to again them fighting for a wild card position with maybe the Chargers, maybe Samters, Jets, not really sure who it's going to be, but Darn right. <laughs> yeah, darn right going to be fighting for the 7th seed, we'll see. But this is like one of those things where a team says When they get into the playoffs and they give us the old cliche, oh, we've been playing playoff games for a month and a half now. Like, that's what has to happen here for the Raiders. And the good things they have are uh, Josh Jacobs has been playing excellent. They have the defense finally coming alive with Chandler Jones. Crosby's been good. And now they don't have a choice here. If they want to get in, they have to win these games. It's the Rams. It's New England next week. It's at Pittsburgh. It's San Francisco. Now with Brock Purdy, it's Kansas City. Maybe at the end of the season, Kansas City is resting their starters. If they're locked into the one seat or whatever, like this is so do or die for the Raiders. I think Derek Carr's job is riding on this. Josh McDaniels job is riding on this. This, the the stakes could not be higher for Las Vegas.
1: I think that McDaniels is probably going to be safe because they're not going to want to pay another coach. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what a what a ringing endorsement that well, is.
1: That's just a reality, and the fact that they're five and seven, is it really okay? If you actually take a step back at this Raiders franchise and say they do sneak into the playoffs at ten and seven, yeah. one, I mean, are they in sort of like NBA playoff limbo? Like, what are we doing here? What's the difference if they make the playoffs? They're not making any noise in the postseason, are they?
0: Wait, are you crazy? This is a team that is theoretically going for it. This is what going for it looks like. And they started going off two for, and seven because they couldn't get their you-know-what together.
1: They're going for the exact duplicate of last year where they sneak in the playoffs and lose in the first round. <laughs> that's what I see with the team.
0: Well, that might be what happens, but that's not what the plan was this offseason. You don't trade for Devontae Adams, then sign him. You don't re-sign uh, Waller and Renfro. You don't sign Chandler Jones to a big offseason contract if you don't think you're competitive this year. It's well, just, It's all gone sideways for them.
1: It has. I mean, they're five and seven. Of course, it's gone sideways. It's been nothing a huge like... disappointment. Yeah, they've been a huge disappointment. My point is, say they do go on this run by beating these teams that have basically given up on the season. At the end of the year, where, where are they going to be?
0: They're going to be ten Francisco and seven. They're going to
1: be help. stuck with Derek Carr. They're going to be stuck with Josh McDaniels. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Like this season, yes, you might salvage a playoff run, but the future—Are you better off having Derek Carr as the starting quarterback next year, or are you just going to? Rinse, repeat the same exact cycle with the Raiders?
0: You know, I don't know what they do. I think they're in a limbo here because if Carr, who has played better recently, so I do want to give him credit for that, he and Adams have found their connection again, Definitely. which is great. But like, and, and he doesn't have, obviously, his full complement of weapons. But if you decide to go with someone else, I mean, you're not starting over with a rookie, that's for sure. Not with this team, not where they are. This is not a rebuild or anything like that.
1: Yeah, they're not going to have a great draft pick. Yeah, I know, but so, yeah, let's talk. Let's,
0: <laughs> well, uh, well let's who do you want to sell me on?
1: Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Jimmy G.
0: Is Jimmy G an upgrade?
1: Mm, and, they're almost identical. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm not going to go Jimmy G.
0: Tom. If you want to talk to me about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I'm willing to listen. Anyone short of that, I don't think the Raiders would make a move. And meanwhile, you might have already turned off Tom Brady, because if the Dana White story is true, the one he told all those months ago yeah. about how Brady was looking for schools and stuff in Vegas and then decided, oh, I was never going to sign there anyway. Maybe Brady is soured on Las Vegas now. Yeah,
1: but a lot changes. for Josh Tom McDaniels Brady.
0: wasn't the coach then. Yeah,
1: think. yeah. And I think just because Tom Brady didn't want to do it last time. And also, I don't believe that Tom Brady, Tom Brady was sort of saying that after the fact.
0: I that's don't true. know. Also, it's every a, it's aging... a whole
1: new group of people there. Every
0: and... aging star ends up in Vegas. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Or, Why not Brady? Or Tampa. Yeah, or <laughs> <All> Florida. <right. laughs> All right. uh, yeah, no, I don't know. This team is in limbo. So, what do you, what, okay, let's say they're going to win tonight. These are playing an incredibly beat up teams. They team. better win tonight. Do you need to see them blow out the Rams to really believe in the Raiders? Or if they play another close game, you know, they were close with Denver, who's a disaster. That's
0: true. They were close At least that's with a Seattle. Game, though.
1: They were close with Seattle, who's really not that good of a team. And, that last week's game was pretty close. That actually was probably their most impressive win over the Chargers. If it's a close game, are you going to look at this Raiders team and say, uh, okay, they won, but I'm not super impressed?
0: You know, right now, I'm not even going to do that with the Raiders. I'm not even – style points don't matter for them to be at all. You cannot lose this game. You can't – and you cannot – Yes, I, I guess it depends how it looks, but considering the Raiders started off two and seven, I can't exactly judge them on style points. They just have to win this game. Even and they, I know they're a six and a half point favorite, but that's not a given.
1: I'm very curious when we come in here tomorrow, what the Raiders conversation is. I'm very curious. Say it was close and say my prediction that Baker has a moment comes up, but the Raiders do win. Or are we going to say, oh boy, the Raiders won, but, but that eight, could easily be the headline tomorrow.
0: 855 cbs eight five five two one two four two two seven. curious how Raider fans are thinking about this because you may have, like, mentally kind of crossed your team off like a month ago. Were you already looking to the future? Like, oh, we're going to have a new coach. McDaniels is going to be one and done. Got to figure out something with the quarterback. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Tom Brady. But now the conversation has changed over the last three weeks because they've won three in a row. Cannot lose this one tonight. Would be so much worse than losing to Jeff Saturday. I, I can't even describe how much worse it would be, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We want to hear from you, get involved early and often. Big news day today, uh, a lot of news coming in, so we're going to address all of that stuff, uh, Brittany Griner, Daniel Snyder. There's a lot of big, big news stories in the sports world today.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, I think everybody's really happy. Brittany Griner is home definitely before Christmas. Uh yeah we'll be talking to a sports illustrated writer about the implications later on in the show. Uh yeah it is, it's been a really interesting day. We came in we are like oh we're so we're so fired up for this Raiders Rams and headline headline uh, headline.
0: Uh, that's how it always goes. 855-212-4CBS 8552124227. You want to tweet the show? You can do it. At Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. You can also find us on the gram at Maggie and Pearl Off. On TikTok, Maggie and Pearl Off. We got a YouTube channel, Maggie and Pearl Off. Let's go, Raider fans. Let's do it. How you feeling before tonight's game? 855-212-4CBS. Also coming up. A quarterback change is on the way. We'll tell you who's taking over for whom. Did I do that right? Who's taking over for whom? No? Maybe. Grammar, never my strong suit. <laughs> we'll get to your Raiders calls in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this.
1: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I just got a fun tweet from somebody uh, suggesting that the Rams are in a no-lose situation tonight. Because mm. if Baker Mayfield plays and does poorly, what a built-in excuse. he dude just got there. Right. John Walford Doesn't plays. even know the playbook. John Walford plays and plays poorly. Then they just turn the page say, Baker's coming in 10 days. Get excited. So, nobody's going to rip the Rams after tonight's game. I don't think they have, they're not open for any criticism. The fact that they're the Super Bowl champions and they're going to have five wins on the season. <laughs> yeah. That story is, first of all, there are no Rams fans, but that story is played out. I, I think that, as you said, all the pressure's are on the Raiders. Definitely. The Rams are playing with house money. So, if you're playing with house money, just put Baker Mayfield out there. I love football experiments. I have to see this one.
0: Well, I'd like to see it too, just for morbid curiosity. Yeah, like, of how course. can a guy do if he just gets, how can a quarterback do if he just gets thrown into a game like this and is not hasn't been part of the team three days ago and now has to lead the team? But, It'll prove,
1: once again, the NFL is not rocket science. Well, it's just that, football, Maggie. <laughs>
0: that we know. But the other part is, I mean, if you're the Raiders, we've already seen them have this game against a team only playing with house money. The Jeff Saturday game with the Colts. Like they had every built in excuse. The Raiders couldn't go out and win that game. It was it was Wait, by the
1: way, do you, you also want to remember that they had the game before that or two games before they got shut out by the New Orleans Saints. Twenty four nothing. Twenty four nothing loss to the Saints, who are a pretty bad team.
0: Yeah. There's terrible. a lot of
1: problems with the Raiders had no expectations now now they've won three in a row I think we put some expectations on
0: them 855-212-4CBS let's go to Jeff he's in California he wants to talk about the Raiders hey Jeff what's up
3: hey how are you guys doing
0: we're doing excellent hey
3: first of all uh before I get to the Raiders I want to tell you I had uh Caleb Williams plus 700 to win the Heisman before the season started
0: look at so I'm you just
3: pat myself <laughs> how are you gonna the spend back. the money uh well, I only bet like twenty bucks, so I didn't really, you know, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to pat myself too much on the back. But, hey, listen,
0: you know. your twenty bucks on Caleb Williams, my five dollars <laughs> on the Cowboys to make the playoffs. The day that uh, Dak Prescott got hurt, you and I go into Sizzler. What else you got?
3: <laughs> I, I don't know what that pays for at Sizzler, but I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. You know. Anyway, as far as the Raiders go, it, it, at this point, it, it's just like. Even if we go, let's say we win, you know, let's say we go 9-8, and even if we go, it's just, we're just going to end up in the middle of the pack. This is just a wasted season. It's all been a wasted season. It's not going to end up being anything. It's just going to be, you know, we're going to be in the middle of the pack and we're not going to get anything in the draft. We're not going to pick up anybody that we can possibly use. It's just going to be next year, we're going to have to rely on Josh McDaniels again, and I don't know if that's really a reliable thing. I mean...
0: Wait a minute, sorry, Jeff, not to interrupt you, but is the morale that low? I, I, listen, I get if, if we were doing this conversation after the two and seven start, I would get it, you know, totally, and congrats on the Caleb Williams bet. That I would understand. Uh, this has been terrible, that nothing good is going to happen. Our season is, is totally a disaster, but don't things feel like they've changed a bit? You look at the rest of your opponents, you're playing the Rams, you're playing New England, and you get them at home. That's a winnable game for you. At Pittsburgh, what's Pittsburgh doing lately? I mean, San Francisco Pittsburgh now has, is actually
1: pretty good right now, but... Well,
0: but you're still facing a rookie quarterback. I mean, okay, they have, their defense is better, sure, with Watt back, but then you have San Francisco, who's now on a third-string rookie quarterback, and Kansas City might mail the game in. Like, I mean, this is not the day to be negative, right?
1: I mean, basically, you're in limbo. You heard exactly what he said. He said, if we win, we're going to run it back with Josh McDaniels. Where are they going?
0: Well, they made a big trade. and They made big moves in the offseason. They yeah. think they're trying to keep up in the AFC West. They're going big places. Well,
1: no? obviously, that model fell apart already. And even if they get in the playoffs, I don't think that all those big moves paid off. 10-7 and 7 is what they'd have to—10-7 or 9— A 9-8 and 8 playoff trip is not exactly what they had in mind.
0: Well, it's but a disappointment. That would have I see. I see it the other way. I would have looked at that as salvage the season. Look at what you did when all hope was lost, and you you have to make a decision on Josh Jacobs, okay? But you have shown that you can capably run the ball. And Devontae Adams. I mean, guys, I know we all watched this in Green Bay, but these catches are so insane. You'd be getting Waller back. You'd be getting Renfro back. You could be getting healthier. The defense has pieces like. I don't get the negativity here with Las Wait, Vegas.
1: you are a team that made the playoffs last year. You added Devonte Adams to Chandler Jones, and you're worse. I—that's I, where the negativity comes from. It's, I, you're five and seven now. You're probably going to win tonight. Let's go to six and seven. It's not exactly what they had in mind.
0: Let's go to Brian. He is in Omaha. What's up, Brian?
4: Hi, guys.
3: My favorite show.
4: Uh, I have football IQ genius. I, uh, if you remember, before the season started. I knew the Raiders were going to be on top of the AFC, feared <laughs> by everyone. Yeah. Just like the Kansas City Chiefs, I knew I knew when they hired that Andy guy, they were going to go into the tank. That was the end of Kansas City. I knew it.
0: Wow. What a stellar track record you have there, Brian. Nostradamus, I mean, profit football genius. Yeah. <laughs> well, I picked the Raiders to go to the playoffs, so I was right there with you. But now I feel at least there's a little hope on my bet. Right, but – Brian, thank you for the call.
1: Say they make the playoffs with a worse record than last year's playoff team. That doesn't strike you as a problem for this franchise. And they're going to bring back Josh McDaniels. You have to admit, if you're a Raiders fan, you're not exactly thrilled. I'm curious how they play it tonight. Actually, I guess... Al and Herbie will not really say anything big picture, but Troy <laughs> Troy would shred this team even if they were winning.
0: The first Derek Carr incompletion, <laughs> yeah, in Troy, Troy Aik would be, would be like be
1: talking about their disappointment tonight. They won't talk about anything, but generally, <laughs> I, I think big picture, I get why Raiders fans are still even with a win tonight are still disappointed that they haven't done more.
0: I Do you mean, think Herb Street's gonna ask if Derek Carr's going to the transfer portal?
1: Derek Carr is a guy <laughs> that he knows no one about nothing about because he went to Fresno State I'm sure
0: how about Paul he's in California hey Paul what's up hey guys how we doing We're doing great how are you how's big dog
4: Oh, big dog is uh, listening on the TV right now, and I'm sure he's just uh, got his hand over his head, shaking, going, "Dad, what are you doing?"
0: <laughs> you know what? Why, as as parents, Paul, why do we exist except for to embarrass our children? There's no other oh. reason, and maybe give them a snack every now and then.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, in my case, it's a credit card. <laughs>
0: <I'm>
1: yeah, <right. laughs> me too. I'm at the same point,
4: Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I grew up in SoCal, and I was a Rams fan until they left me, and then the Raiders came and I had season tickets tickets to them. And so those have always been my team. I want no part of this game betting tonight. Um, I I agree with Andrew, which completely pains me. (laughs) Um, That, you know, uh, Baker could catch lightning in a bottle. You just don't know what's going to happen. We have enough hope as a Raider fan that we can still make it, but it's just – This game's all over
0: the map. Man, Paul, well, say hi to Big Dog for us and, uh, you know, have fun watching this game. He's invested in it in in several different ways. Guys, you got to stop fearing Baker. It's over with Baker. Like, I I know that he's he's had, he's almost like like a, not a cult figure, but he's like superhero sometimes because of the college stuff and his personality and going number one overall, the Browns, he breaks the... Uh, is the quarterback that breaks the long drought that they hadn't gone to the playoffs, wins a playoff game, but he's not magical. It's over.
1: Well, I think that people are looking at this more macro. The Raiders do weird things. Oh, yeah. That's and if sure. Baker was going again in a normal game, say it was the Niners or something, yeah, no, of course we wouldn't give him a chance. But it just feels like this is setting up in such a bizarre situation that maybe it'll be nothing. But the, the circumstances are so unique, it feels storybook. I mean, maybe i will go out there and throw four interceptions and, like, Nathan Peterman style and yeah. <laughs> just be out of the game in five minutes. First of all, I hope Wolford doesn't play. I'm sorry, John. But I, I think that it's just setting up to such an unusual and bizarre situation that maybe catches the Raiders off guard. And can't you see the rest of the team rally? I mean, listen, Baker, what if he throws 12 passes tonight and then they have a good running game, maybe... I don't know who on their defense is playing tonight, but maybe somebody <laughs> makes a pick. Maybe the game is close. The Raiders Killin do her. that. They'll play right down to their competition.
0: Well, that's true. How about JJ's in California? What's up, JJ?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? How is everybody doing today?
0: We're doing well. You believe in Baker still.
3: I do a little bit. Like, you know, I'm a I'm from Cincinnati, so I don't like Baker really at all at first, you know, get drafted by the Browns, but I never really thought he had a chance. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't like who goes to the Browns and plays good. They got sent to the <laughs> Carolina. But, I mean, I don't, the Raiders, the Raiders tonight, I mean, what would you rather be, a Raiders fan or a Chargers fan right now? That whole division's like playing like doo-doo a little bit, you know?
0: Well, not the Chiefs. So,
3: I don't know. I just feel like the Raiders are going to smack the Rams tonight, that's for sure. And the, Ra- and the Raiders are going to be real good next year. That's what I feel like.
0: All right, JJ so calling it now. Call. Thank you, JJ. Appreciate you weighing in.
1: I think the biggest fear next year is that Josh McDaniels is not the coach. Uh,
0: that he's not the coach or he's not the guy?
1: Not the guy. Right, N- right. Not the guy who can lead them where they want to go. Based on the fact that you know he made the playoffs in Denver at round 500. Yep. It seems like he's going to be doing the same thing here. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a scary thing. Same it, thing with the Chargers.
0: McDaniels is like a fraudulent sort of thing.
1: I mean, I think a lot of football fans feel that way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The Chargers almost, I could argue, or you could be more optimistic, because if you don't make the playoffs, you're probably going to have a new coach. Definitely. Maybe even the big big fish out there in Sean Payton, although I've read some things that that might not be an ideal situation for Sean Payton. Why not? Well, because of the way the Chargers are structured, that he might not have the power that he wants. So... Also, they all get injured every year. They have the worst training staff in the history. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I feel like, okay, if I could give you, you could be a Raiders fan right now or a Chargers fan for the next five years.
0: Um, I mean, the easy is the easy answer not the Chargers?
1: No, be- the easy answer would be the Chargers because Justin yeah, Herbert. that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, yeah. Easy yeah I think the that's the easiest answer. And I think Herbert, I'd lean that way, too.
0: I probably would also, but, you know, I think there's a lot of likable things about this Raiders team. You don't see them as a likable team?
1: Well, I love Hunter Redfro. I love Darren Waller. I love Josh Jacobs. But as a whole team, though... You're not they
0: a s- Max Crosby fan?
1: love Max Crosby. But they, they seem to court...
0: Devontae Adams?
1: They seem to court things going wrong. I can't explain why. Also, too, Josh Jacobs is a free agent. We'll see yeah, what that's, happens We don't there. know what's going to happen there. yeah. But- and Derek Carr never seems to be a steady ship that leads to playoff success. I don't know. It feels like a big leap to see see them as an AFC contender. Doesn't it feel that way to you?
0: Well, after, no, I thought going into the season, I thought they were going to be a contender. And now I think that there's a there's a outside chance here. I think there's a shot. There's a path. You know, the Chargers, you want to talk about losing in crazy ways and, you know, a team that's just going to go Chargers on everyone. Like, they could do that again. I don't know what's going to happen with Samter's Jets. I don't know what – you're going to have some interesting teams here with the wild card. Are the Patriots totally out of it? You know, you've got some very –
1: Well, first of all, whatever – you're talking about who's going to lose in the first round. I mean, the Patriots lost the first round last year. The Raiders lost the first round last year. Yeah, but the Raiders had
0: a chance last year. If they had just executed that final drive better, they might have upset the the Bengals.
1: I will bet anybody in this room that those three teams you just bet you are not representing the AFC title game.
0: The title game, but could win a game in the playoffs?
1: I don't know. In the wild, I just don't see it. Like, who could the Patriots beat out of that group? Maybe, okay, maybe
0: they could. If the Titans end up winning the division, the seventh
1: seed will play the two seed, which will be who's it going to be this year? The Bengals?
0: Well, the two seed is either going to be Kansas City, Buffalo, or the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I can you? So
0: I know, but we know the AFC is top heavy. Yeah. If you get into that 4-5, which I don't know if they'd be able to do that. They're not going to be able to get the 4, obviously. That's a division winner. But maybe they get into the 5? I don't know.
1: Feels like, yeah, I'm going back to where I said before. I think they're in limbo. The Raiders are in limbo. I don't know. I almost feel like they need to get worse before they get really, really good.
0: They can't do that, though. They've invested too much draft capital and invested too much money. You can't tear this thing down.
1: Not, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I mean. That's why Raiders fans, that's why Jeff was kind of not that excited because if you can't tear it down, then you're depending on Derek Carr and these older expensive players. Chandler Jones, how old is he?
0: Well, I mean, he's in his 30s, but you also paid for Renfro. You paid for Waller. Like, you've done the right thing here. You've done the thing that fans love, which is re-signing your own guys, making an investment. You make the trade for Adams. Like, I thought this was going to be a much more positive season. I still think there's a chance, but it starts tonight.
1: Chandler's 32. I know Devontae's about to turn 30. And by the way, fans, that's other sports. Fans don't want you to pay your own players because the gold standard of the NFL is the Patriots who cut every single player they (laughs) ever had.
0: (laughs) You don't think it would have been a bad look if Waller and Renfro both left?
1: Of course, it would have been a terrible look. But then again, I don't know what they're getting. What have they gotten out of those contracts?
0: They were hoping for a big year this year
1: yeah, I'm spending the AFC West taught us the off season is overrated. spending, you can't buy success in the NFL. we media always overhypes free agency. every single year we do it. And I, I think this is the most guilty we've ever been because March was. I bet I made a bet on DraftKings that 14 from <laughs> the AFC West were making the playoffs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and
1: man. I felt so good about it.
0: Russell Wilson really let you down there. Russell
1: Wilson, are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean, they, well, there's no way the Raiders and Chargers could both make the playoffs. So they will probably be two. But there's also a good chance there'll be one team out Wait, of the AFC West.
0: I have a question about that bet. Yeah. Because you kept telling us all off season, guys, there's no way this AFC West is going to live up to the hype.
1: No, I know. But then I Yet got on I talking the about, side,
0: you, you bet it all four teams were going to make the playoff.
1: I read this piece on, it's actually on draftkings.com <laughs> that the only way for that mathematically to happen is that every team in the division basically had to go three and three in the division. Yeah. I don't know. I was just into it. it was, I was into, Okay, yeah. I thought it was overhyped, but I did also I was excited about this idea of this super division. That's funny. And how did I know that it was really going to be the NFC East was the super division? What
0: other side bets you got going on that we oh, haven't told us about?
1: I have a hundred bets in here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of future what, bets.
0: I would love to hear. Like what are the two bets that Perloff has just not told us about that he made secretly on the side? Not that you have to tell us your bets, but well, is,
2: he, is he not the guy who bet in Morocco to get to the quarterfinals <laughs> in the World Cup for 1.1 yes. million dollars? Is that what? Is that not him? I'm
0: assuming you wouldn't be here today if he was that guy. Perloff I'm not the guy for the, way, the money.
1: Who, I'm not the guy who calls in and brags about Caleb Williams for the preseason Heisman pick at seven to one because that was like the second best odds out of any play. It was like I know,
0: a, but he's he's got a nice little uh, you know. Nice little yeah. like dinner coming into his way.
1: But Caleb Williams was a favorite. Um, okay, I just locked myself out of my DraftKings account. But <laughs> I know, by the way, I do have a future bet. I do have a future bet on the Cowboys winning the NFC because I will not be able to handle the Eagles losing the Cowboys unless I unless get some money. Unless you can benefit bought, from have it. Have you ever yeah. done that? It's have an emotional ever... hedge. Yeah, you should emotional hedge your bills.
0: I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> For that reason? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I Hold love on, hold it. on. Isn't an emotional hedge, like, Superstitious, like a jinx on your team, like has an emotional hedge ever worked for you? It has never worked for me. Ever. Um, no,
0: emotional hedge ever worked. By the way,
1: that's a good question. Can you actually affect the outcome of the game based on the bet you make? Hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Your... Uh, yes, the way I sit, the clothes I wear, and the bets I make, one hundred percent impacting right. the outcome of the game.
0: While Perloff uh, tries to remember his DraftKings password, we will take a quick break. Sad oh.
2: dad. One exclamation point. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, it's like Donovan McNabb, oh one, oh two. Big Nick. Yes, it's Peterson, one eight. <laughs> trying to guess your DraftKings password.
1: Peterson, one eight. Who's Peter? Uh Adrian Peterson. Oh Peterson. Yeah, Of no course Peterson? I
0: mean. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Peterson?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Brian Norm.
0: Dawkins. 001 My Ooh. wife's,
1: my wife's name is Peterson. So I thought that's like oh. half our passwords actually do have that word. Oh, really? oh yeah. my
0: gosh, I know. So did I ever tell you the story? I know someone who we both work with, who I can't unfortunately name on the air. Who their password was something very graphic about their wife, and then IT had to come and get into the computer, and he had to tell the IT guy what his password was, and it was something apparently very explicit about his wife. <laughs> i mean Yikes. that's
2: glorious it's
0: like a psa because you
2: know as soon as you do a password like that you're gonna have to be on the phone with some customer service telling them exactly well the also
0: you couldn't remember anything else
2: <laughs> yeah that...
0: all you had was becky like you couldn't have done anything else i don't even know what her name was actually
2: i mean Poor i Betty. think a lot of
1: people do their favorite player or their favorite team for password and variations of it definitely but we definitely cannot give this up on air because password protection is about 50% of my mental energy on my
2: phone <laughs> How many times do you guys point, get warnings? I, no, at this point, I have two-factor authentication on everything. So, yeah. you can get – I can give you so all my passwords fault. right now.
0: You're not getting in. You're not getting in. That DraftKings account is safe and secure.
1: <laughs> I mean, you guys you guys know I have very complicated feelings about Donovan McNabb. That would never would have been my password.
0: I know. I was thinking it's probably more Brian Dawkins.
1: Brian Dawkins would be a great one. Randall Cunningham would have been a, a home You're run. You're number one. But I it, w- it's not Huddle Vomit Three.
0: It's just Jaworski I'll tell you right now, it's
1: an NBA <laughs> player. It's not an NFL player. Oh
0: great. Let's break into all of uh Proloss passwords with Tyrese Maxey for MVP exclamation point. <laughs> the dollar answer? sign.
4: It's not Mark Ivoroni.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Could anyone say that? It's not a
1: sixer. It's not a sixer. I'm not obvious. I mean, obviously, hackers know I'm from Philadelphia. They're going to uh, know.
0: Kobe for life?
1: They're going to go all oh, the AI. And AI would get an artificial intelligence. Yeah. And Kobe, no, 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 no. Kobe, I'm, and that's an L.A. fast word. Now, this is an old-school NBA player from the 2000s. It was my favorite player of all time. Oh, I from was,
0: was going to go I was going to say Chuck, tell of the Barkley.
1: No, no, no! Oh, no! See, you guys are gonna get me to give it up. Uh, that's why stop it. Kermit, Kermit wilts
0: Aaron McKee, be God. Even Aaron McKee was not
1: Aaron. Uh, Aaron McKee's favorite player. Nobody has Aaron McKee as their favorite player. <laughs> I don't
0: know. No one would guess that password.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That, <laughs> Kevin Matumbo. Yeah. Eight seven seven seven.
1: Eric Snow is the best. Is perfectly <laughs> safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-level NBA players. Um, no, we, we need to definitely break because I'm going to totally give it up.
2: Fire Doc Rivers. Definitely Matt one, Geiger two, in there somewhere. Yeah,
1: Matt Geiger, who was, he was in Hustle, by the way. He had He, a, was? he was at a scene in the beginning.
0: Oh, I don't remember that.
1: It, no, no one knows. No, no, you probably wouldn't recognize Matt Geiger on air.
0: Uh, I
2: love. I have Matt Geiger poster in my room. I loved Matt Geiger.
0: That's so random. Is it trust the process, 7, 8, 9,
1: 10? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a good one. Wait. Same same a guy guy Matt poster? A,
1: you're just making that up, right?
2: No, I had Sean Kemp. John Van Beesbrook, David Justice, and Matt Geiger hanging up on my wall.
0: (laughs) That is an eclectic crew. I didn't even
2: know they
1: made a Matt Geiger poster.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh yes. What's he doing in it? Just standing (laughs) No, He was getting a defensive rebound, obviously. Yeah,
2: off a foul shot. He He was blocking a shot. I forget who. I have to go back and still hang that up my wallet. you got to
1: find that. Ask your parents to send you that because that is bizarre. Yeah, see I, if I can still find it. Wait, who are the others? You got Van
2: Beesbrook. Van Beesbrook, Dave Justice, and Sean Camp Rain poster. Yeah, yeah I, that's cool. But it, but it was a Beezer Florida Panthers poster, not a Beezer New York Rangers poster. Honestly, it's the worst
1: quartet of posters <laughs>
2: I've ever heard <laughs> in anybody's what? room. David Justice was my was my hero. I know. Back David then. Justice David was Justice. such a big
0: deal around here. Dude, I love such David Justice. Such a big deal. And, and everywhere, right? And then things around ended here, poorly, really. he because married Halle Berry, I was for all for it. I mean, he was a brave. Like, I would think more of the Braves, but yeah. Then such he played a pretty the
2: swing. Oh, man, I love that swing.
0: Everyone loved David Justice. Yeah. He was married to Halle Berry, right? They were married, right? Yep. Yeah. Eight five five two one two four CBS. You weren't into David Justice? Not at all.
1: I do like the guy who played him in Moneyball, who complained about the soda machine. That he was, was excellent. Very good actor. No, no, I'm. I would. I was. I hate the Braves, so I hated David Justice. But, yeah,
0: I mean, I hated the Braves too, but I knew David Justice was a big deal.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I you could it, add Griffey. I think and at, at one point David David he was Justice almost
0: from? as popular as Griffey.
1: I I'm putting up a poll.
0: No, at one point, not for the career, and obviously now Justice was.
1: Griffey's the most popular baseball player of my lifetime by far. There's no one even close. I remember when when I moved to New York, people, that Mariners game would sell out just to see Griffey.
0: Yeah, I would say Griffey is the most famous too.
2: Stephen Bishop, by the way, was the actor who yes. played.
0: 855 212 cbs 855 4227 Okay, coming up, the quarterback who went from afterthought to starter. But now I kind of want to know, what's the random sports poster you had hanging on your wall? For Samter was Matt Geiger, for Proloff it was.
1: Huh, I I mean I had a lot of Philly guys. I had Dr. J and Barkley. I don't remember. That's I have not to that go back.
0: Random Connor, yeah. you can think about it. I, mean, we all... I don't think I really had like a ton of sports posters. I would cut out like the old Sports Illustrated for Kids covers, yeah, definitely, and then just put those on there. So that was it, but no big sports poster of a player that I remember. We want your most random Ackerman. I can't even. Ack James he, Worthy. That's not big random, game James.
4: I, I had a couple, but uh, that was that was probably the I had one of Lou Brock. Uh, Kenny Anderson would probably be the most.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah but he was dead. a legend around here. Yeah, he was, he no, was
4: not, a star Ken, player. Not that Kenny Anderson, the quarterback. Kenny Anderson.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also
1: I a legend in, yeah. in Ohio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have posters hanging on my wall. Necessarily, but I did have a random NBA jersey. I had a Jason Williams jersey, white chocolate. It was a random one, 55 on the Kings. And you
1: hung up the jersey on the wall?
0: No, sometimes I I don't remember wearing it. I just had it in my possession. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, again, the quarterback who went from afterthought to starter got that for you and also the CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman.
1: This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Good news and bad news tonight for. The Raiders. The good news, very good news, obviously, no Aaron Donald. Yep. Uh now I know that Josh Jacobs is playing but a little banged up. So I would think this is a time of year you kind of want to save Josh Jacobs a little bit because that dude has gotten more wear and tear than any running back I can remember in recent memory. I know,
0: but how do you save a guy when he's been one of the catalysts for your offense? Like having the run game has opened up everything else for the Raiders, including the passing game with Devontae Adams. So, Well,
1: you save him because you're going up against a JV squad. That's what I'm hoping tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, but r- you Literally, literally
1: what, a JV squad.
0: But you know what's at stake if they lose this game. I mean, that's it.
1: So play him the first half, hopefully. I'm, I'm saying hopefully if things go well, and the Rams, they have no players. I don't know how the Rams are going to keep this close. They probably will. But I would be nice at some point to give Josh Jacobs a break.
0: I think they're looking at him and saying, listen, we're not sure if we're going to have him next yeah. year, so we might as well just that's get not every fair. ounce. I, I think know. you're
1: right, but that's not
4: fair. Teams
0: do it all the time. Let's go to Mike. He's in San Jose. wants we'll to talk about the Raiders. Hey, Mike, what's happening? Hi. Hi.
4: Hey, I, I think the Raiders have no chance of winning tonight. And it all comes down from the top. Mark Davis. I was, uh, I'm in my 70s, and I, you know, had lived here in the Bay Area, and the, uh, you know, Raiders, God, they were my favorite team as a kid. You know, I imagined myself as uh, Kenny and uh, yeah, Stabler. Yeah, Kenny Stabler, and uh, you know, I played quarterback in high school, and uh, but Al Davis taking them out of this area. He just okay. ruined this team. Wait, wait, they won one Super on, Bowl Mike, after that. You're,
0: you're bringing up old old business here. Why You think they're going to lose tonight because Al Davis moved the Raiders?
4: No, because Mark Davis owns it. <laughs> oh,
0: well, <laughs> now you're, now you're. you know, Mike Touche. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of
1: hard to argue check, with that one. Checkmate.
0: I don't have a retort for that.
1: I mean, I think we were talking about, like, their bigger picture goals sometimes there are certain ownership groups where it's hard to see them winning a Super Bowl. I have trouble believing Jerry Jones is going to win another Super Bowl. Yep. It could happen this year, but I I, I don't know. It just fe- feels weird to me. You and
0: feel like somehow Jerry will get in the way. Y-
1: yes, it seems like, you know every team, all 32 teams are top down. It feels hard to imagine Washington commanders winning a Super Bowl. It feels hard to imagine very interventionist owners who have not had success all of a sudden changing their ways and winning a Super Bowl, whereas you see a team like, Robert Kraft and the Patriots. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Yeah. There's no one formula for doing it, but I understand what that guy was saying.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I, I think about with Jerry specifically, just pause on that for a second, because I don't know about Mark Davis. I mean, you kind of get like, Mark Davis to me doesn't seem like a hands-on guy. I mean, I know we got the reports that he was having meetings after the games with Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels, but I was listening to Michael Lombardi, whose son is the offensive coordinator, and he said that Mark Davis does that after every game. And he's done that mm. with Gruden, and he did that with everybody. So you kind of get the sense, in some ways, he's very hands off, and in other ways, he's pretty hands on. It's hard to tell. Well, as yeah, far but as Jerry, what can he do now? I mean, what bring Odell in? Like, well, what's... the thing is,
1: those guys have hired everybody around them, yeah. and not just that we know they've hired everybody in the office. Everything's a reflection of the owner. I mean, the, I think the most criticized ownership group besides Washington has been the Detroit Lions. Everyone says that ownership group has caused problems. The Browns' ownership group has well, been a disaster. Definitely. So I, I think, I'll, you know, it's called organizational dysfunction, right? And it starts at the top, and it permeates in so many different ways that we don't even see. They're hiring people for jobs that are so important that we don't even know about. Forget the coach. What about the cap guy? What about the, the presidents? Pre- I yeah, mean, the look trainers. The, the Raiders
0: and, have definitely had their issues. There's yeah. been a, it's been a revolving door in the front office over the last two years.
1: But that being said, as as our friend Amy Trash tell us Al Davis was pretty cool though he did some awesome things back in the day I, I'm a big Al Davis fan I saw the documentary oh my god they had that guy in his prime running this team oh maybe would be unstoppable.
0: <laughs> well and really Snyder I mean I know we don't know about every NFL team but yet again there is a report released today detailing all the issues going on with the Washington football team of the commanders I mean guy has got multiple private investigators following people He's basically the one who's leaked the emails or the commanders leaked the emails about John Gruden. I mean, everything about this is just just awful. Uh, back to the phone, shall we? Let's go to Big Dave. He's in Kentucky. Dave, I only left you about 30 seconds, bud. What's on your mind?
4: That's okay. It's almost like it was scripted. I listened to the last part of the show yesterday, and it's obvious that me and my Cowboys are living in McLovin's head rent-free and all that Eagles <laughs> talking about OG, OBJ can't fit in. If he comes and I turn the radio on today, what's the first thing I hear? McLovin talking about the Cowboys. Listen, McLovin, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is, my man. OBJ's coming. We got uh, Smith back on the front line. Deal with it. We're coming hard, baby. Right, I got to tell you a c-
1: couple <laughs> things. First of all, now the hot rumor is the Eagles had to deny that they were about to sign OBJ. I don't want OBJ, and I, don't, I want the Cowboys to have OBJ. And Tyron Smith looks like he looks like the Terminator with how many pads he has on. I don't even know what's <laughs> going on. There's no way. He's ready to play. Why does he have that gigantic brace on both arms? He does not look it's, ready to play to me. It's
0: preventative. He looks
1: like Barry Bonds on both arms. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not too scared of that part, but I am generally scared of the Cowboys.
0: Well, you should be generally scared of the Cowboys, but... Right now, the Eagles are an awesome team, too. The thing about Odell I just don't understand is you're getting him back maybe for the championship game and maybe for the Super Bowl. That's yeah. it.
1: send that distraction to Big D. I do not need it in Philly.
0: I don't know. If I were Odell, too, if I'm not going to play until next year, realistically, why don't I open up the bidding to all 32 teams as opposed to a few here and there? Anyway, two 2124 cbs coming up. How much damage has Russell Wilson does done to his legacy?